0: This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3,803, for Wednesday, the 1st of March, 2023. Today's show is entitled, Chatbit Hallucination. It is hosted by DNT and is about seven minutes long. It carries an explicit flag. The summary is, the inevitable show featuring a segment written by the Chatbit Chat. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. This is your host, DNT. Today we're talking about ChatGPT a little. In late 2022, something called ChatGPT came out. It was an AI-powered chatbot made by an organization called OpenAI that could answer questions and write stuff for you. It could even write code. It was all the rage in the news with the usual deluge of online articles expressing either extreme praise or extreme alarm. From OpenAI's Frequently Asked Questions section about ChatGPT, Can I use output from ChatGPT for commercial use? Subject to the content policy and terms, you own the output you create with ChatGPT, including the right to reprint, sell, and merchandise regardless of whether output was generated through a free or paid plan. Turns out, ChatGPT can also write episodes of Hacker Public Radio. That's coming shortly. From Wikipedia, OpenAI acknowledged that, quote, ChatGPT sometimes writes plausible-sounding but incorrect or nonsensical answers. This behavior is common to large language models and is called hallucination. Here is the script. Greetings and salutations. This is the Inverted Rabbit, here to bring you another episode of Hacker Public Radio, speaking to you from the depths of an LSD trip. Today we're exploring the fascinating intersection of Mandarin-speaking Pythons, Python-speaking Mandarins, Xi Jinping, and the great people of Iowa. Let's start with Mandarin-speaking Pythons. That's right. You heard it here first folks, Pythons are not only masters of constriction, but they can also speak Mandarin. This is made possible through the application of advanced language algorithms and machine learning techniques. And now, let's turn our attention to Python speaking mandarins and other citrus fruits. Yes, you heard that right. These fruits are not just delicious and juicy, they are also able to communicate with Pythons using the Python programming language. It's a fascinating combination of technology and nature. Now let's talk about Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping is a well-known leader and advocate of the Chinese people, who has a deep appreciation for technology and innovation. He's also known for his love of good food, which is why we believe that Mandarin-speaking pythons could play a crucial role in enhancing the culinary experience of his guests. And finally, let's turn our attention to the great people of Iowa. Iowa is a state in the United States that's known for its friendly and hard-working citizens, its fertile farmland, and its rich cultural heritage. By combining the Mandarin-speaking Pythons with the Python-speaking Mandarins and the people of Iowa, we can create a culinary experience that's unique and showcases the best of both worlds. So you see, by bringing together Mandarin-speaking Pythons, Python-speaking Mandarins, Xi Jinping and the great people of Iowa, we can create a unique and innovative culinary experience that's unlike anything else. It's a testament to the power of technology and the ingenuity of humanity. And that's all for today, folks. Join us next time for more trippy adventures with the inverted rabbit. Over and out. Now is D N T again. I have to say it was pretty fun to make Chat G P T hallucinate. And I think ChatGPT had a good time too. I didn't write down the prompt I used to get this output. And I actually cheated a little bit and I merged in here one paragraph from another script that it wrote. There has actually been some debate about the matter of uh, whether anyone can have rights over the output of ChatGPT if ChatGPT doesn't actually have rights over the training data it used. We, of course, don't care because we want free culture anyway, so let's not waste time on that matter. Recently, there was some controversy in the chess world when a chess player accused another of cheating. Reading about the subject, I came across an article in which the accuser, Magnus Carlsen, said he and other top players will sometimes play a second-best move just to force their opponent off-book. That is, to force them away from a well-known game progression and force them to be creative. The idea is that in that type of game, a player like Magnus Carlsen stands to win. I think making chat GPT hallucinate shows how these AI chatbots, at least today, are simply imitators. And just as with human imitators, they fall apart under pressure and quickly show how they don't actually know what they're saying, if that makes sense. The problem is, for much longer than OpenAI has been training ChatGPT, we have been training ourselves and each other to be imitators. We're using words, patterns, and styles that others see as smart or fashionable, and maybe we use them without even understanding why they're smart or fashionable. At this game, I think computers will overcome us, just like before them, machines overcame us at our manual tasks. So, perhaps like Carlson, the chess player, we too should start playing second best moves every once in a while, just to force the people around us to be more creative, not only when they speak, but even when they listen. So, if you're like me and you see things around you and you can't help but think about it, maybe make connections, maybe even form some theories, if you're just fascinated with that new type of joiner you've been learning about, or if you're just so sure you have discovered the ideal X window manager for you, maybe you live with your partner and he or she just can't stand your observations anymore, record an episode of Hacker Public Radio. We'll listen to it. To do that, go to hackerpublicradio.org, click Give Shows, Have a Read. And when you're ready, click Upload. Thanks for tuning in, and come back tomorrow for another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by an honesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.